Yo, what's up, everybody? Pathlin here, and welcome to episode 1010. That's 1010 of Ask Pat 2.0. And I'm excited because today we're talking to Ethan Clark, who's from the marriageproposal.com. The marriageproposal.com. What is that exactly? Well, we'll get into that in just a second. I'm excited to introduce Ethan to you and coach him through this process. And to remind you, if you haven't listened to Ask Pat yet, Ask Pat is a show where people apply. You can apply as well at askpat.com. You tell me a little bit about your business and what you need help with, what your pains and problems are, and I select one every single week, and we feature a coaching session here on Ask Pat 2.0. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the show, I highly recommend you do it because we have these coaching calls happening every single week. And so far, people are loving them because they've only been happening since episode 1001. Uh, back in the past, it was a voicemail question that I was answering, but I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to actually help people live right there, and uh, that's what we do here. So thank you for listening in. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. That's that, and let's get into today's coaching session with Ethan Clark from themarriageproposal.com. Here he is. Hey, what's up, Ethan? Thanks for uh, coming on to Ask Pat 2.0. Welcome. Thank you, Pat. really appreciate you having me here. Yeah, why don't you tell all of us uh, kind of – what, what do you do and uh, what are you up to? All right. Well, I have a side business. Uh, the website is themarriageproposal.com, so T-H-E, marriageproposal.com. Uh, what that is is it teaches people the steps to planning a marriage proposal. You know, Basically, uh, puts all of the steps within one source where you can learn all the different things that hopefully make a marriage proposal less stressful and it is written from a guy's perspective. So, you know, it has that type of insight. Um, and that's what I really try and do with uh, my website. Nice. I like that. I could have used your info back in 2008 when I almost set fire to my apartment. Oh, well that's, uh, I could have used it too back uh, <laughs> when I proposed to my wife too. And that's really what, uh, you know, inspired me to do this is that I did a lot of research for my marriage proposal and it was, you know, in different bunch of different places and not in one cohesive uh, website that allowed, you know, a guy to really go through the different steps of potentially one of the most stressful but also exciting moments of their lives. For sure. And then in terms of like how uh, is, is it a business, um, like what are your business models and monetization models there? Uh, currently, it is really only ad revenue and then affiliate. Uh, I do want to get into creating an ebook. Uh, my idea for an ebook is actually a discreet way to research a marriage proposal because obviously when you're researching a marriage proposal, you want to keep that uh, a little bit secret from your, your potential uh, future wife or partner. And what I want to do is create an ebook that will allow you to download all the information that you would get from the site plus some bonus information and then download it into a file that is not labeled the marriage proposal but labeled, you know, 2014 taxes or something like that they could keep on their on their phone or on their uh you know desktop and research continue to research in secrecy nice i like it i mean that's definitely a special moment in a guy's life for sure and in a woman's life obviously too uh and um it's something that i know a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about and oftentimes a lot of money too so that's that's really awesome so let's see what we can do to help you out today what's uh just let's let's start with just what's on your mind sure so my main focus is building my community. Now, the challenge with that is that a marriage proposal, as I just talked about, is a lot of times researched in secrecy. And also, you know, hopefully once in your life. So it's not something that a lot of times you come back to. 
So what I'm working on right now, you know, I kind of have two tracks. I have the track of the, the website, which focuses really on the end user, the person who would be doing the proposing. And then on my social media, a lot of what I've been doing is actually promoting uh, vendors for the proposal space. So mostly photographers, people who either photograph in proposals themselves or do engagement shoots after you know somebody gets engaged. So what I'm trying to work on is a way to connect the two where you know what I'm actually doing on the social media is I promote people who are great photographers across the country and then after I promote them, you know their work, I reach out to them and see if they want to do a guest post on my website specifically for proposal locations in their in their local city, you know, because one of the things that I found uh, works in terms of my organic ranking very well is when I do proposal locations in X city, you know, proposal locations, Miami, which is where I'm located mm-hmm. uh, or proposal locations, Albuquerque or Omaha or all these different places across the country. And they, they rank very well on Google. And that's what a lot of times people are searching for. So that is my content strategy. But what I'm trying to figure out is how to take the vendors and the end users and create more of a community where both benefit from that connection. How are you making it easy for them to connect right now? I'm not really. Uh, that's something that I'm basically trying to figure out how to build. Either do a you know, preferred vendor list um, or a, you know, some type of way for people to ask for a lead or recommend a vendor in that market. You know, the only way I am really doing it right now is, you know, with the guest post, obviously when somebody does a guest post about proposal locations in their city and the way I also, you know, promote the, you know, convince them to do it is also saying, Hey, I'm going to link this to your social media. People who will be researching proposal locations will potentially book you as a photographer for you know their proposal or their their engagement shoot or their wedding and their first child and all the way through life mm-hmm. um so that is how i'm connecting it now but it's not a formal like here's my preferred vendor list uh in each each city and how are you getting paid from those vendors i'm not currently no. uh i'm re- the only way i'm really being paid right now is through the content that they give me which is something right now that i'm happy with because this is a side business for me sure i work a very demanding job you know 60 hours a week or so and um you know i don't have time to write much of content on my own as well as i want to be confident in my recommendations to people and i don't know proposal locations in albuquerque if i'm located in Miami. Miami, So, but that's where I leverage a local person in those markets to make those recommendations and and particularly photographers mostly because they know their, their markets and what places are beautiful and, and, you know, romantic in most cases. Right. So what have you done to try and, uh, perhaps solve this problem already, if anything? Uh, well, I'm really just trying to get started on this. So what I'm trying to, to see is if you had any suggestions on ways to monetize a, you know, a client vendor relationship, um, you know, besides, you know, basically like reselling the leads would be a potential way or the, the vendors, um, you know, paying to be on my website, but I'm just trying to figure out a unique way that would be attractive for, for vendors to, to really sign up to be, you know, on a vendor list on my site. I'm curious before we get into that, cause I do have some thoughts on that for sure. 
Um, and you had talked about this in your proposal for ASPAD 2.0 as well. And it was the fact that, you know, it's a, it's kind of, in, we want it to be a one-time thing, right? For uh, a person who is looking for this, this advice and, you know, they go through the proposal and, and really that's it. Are you thinking of, or have you done anything or any thoughts in terms of, okay, well, what happens after the proposal? That, that is also part of the things I'm thinking about next is, you know, that really the steps after a proposal is obviously uh, you share that with the world. So one of the things that, you know, I do now is I reach out to people to do featured proposals, uh, proposal stories where they, you know, write up their proposal story. I put it on the site and they share it with all their friends yeah, that's cool. uh, on their social media. So that's a, a, a way that I am broadening that community. Uh, the ne- some of the next things that I am thinking about is, you know, particularly because of the photographer angle with uh, vendors is talking about, you know, how to plan your engagement shoot, you know, so really eventually ch- take the site to the different steps. I don't necessarily want to go all the way to weddings because there's so much oh, competition, yeah. <laughs> incredible competition in that space. And that's where I kind of came up with the idea of the marriage proposal is, you know, I was listening to you. Uh, back before I had anything and I was trying to think of things that I researched a lot that I did not see a good source for. And there's a million sources for wedding information, but there's not that many for proposals. And that's kind of, you know, I'm, uh, preempting the wedding industry and being in that space. So that's where I'm trying to think of, you know, the steps after an engagement, but not all the way up to an, in a wedding uh, and that's, you're right. That's where I'm trying to go to, to expand the community there as well. Cool. Because there's definitely a, even more money involved after the proposal, obviously. Mm-hmm. What's, what's really exciting about this is you're kind of like, you know, everybody talks about the wedding industry and it starts with the engagement, but what about before the engagement? So you're, if, if you're able to a build a relationship with these people before the engagement mm-hmm. and, and B, um, perhaps your vendors get recommended to them before. And I know from my experience, you know, we, we've we had the same photographer for for years just because we had such a good experience. So likely a person who would do photography for a proposal would likely perhaps be at least considered for the engagement and potentially the, the wedding and then the baby and then or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yes. So, I mean, I think that's really smart of you to go outside of the norm when it comes to this this wedding stuff. Have you done any, and again, we'll get into more specifics about solving these problems really quick, but uh, this is just really exciting to me, so I'm, I'm just riffing here. Um, but what's really cool is you're positioning yourself as an expert with something that most people uh, don't have th- much information about. So it allows you to get in front of audi- uh, rather large audiences sometimes because you have this sort of niche specialty. So have you done any outreach? Instead of like having people come and write to you, have you ever thought about writing on other sites or or coming on as a guest on a podcast to, to maybe tell some of these stories or share some advice uh, for people? Because this is so niche specific. I love it. And it provides a great opportunity for people who are in the wedding industry or who serve men or, or and or women to get really excited about just this this portion of that entire sequence. Have you done any outreach to, to kind of build your audience that way? I, I've done a little bit, um, but I'm certainly open to doing that. I would love to, you know, expand the brand. Uh, I'm I'm a salesman in my normal job, so mm-hmm. I love talking to people. That's you know what I do. So I, I would be happy to be on other people's podcasts and talk about collaborations and do guest posts. You know, for sure. Yeah, because it'd be pretty cool for for you to just become that person. Like, oh yeah, Ethan, that's that's the he's the wedding proposal guy, right? 
And um, that's really, really interesting to me. And that allows you to, going back to what you had asked earlier, it allows you to, when you get these features, especially once you start reaching you know, the status where you're getting on these well-known blogs or well-known publications, you know, you can use that as social proof for the vendors, for example, that you mm-hmm. connect with. Hey, vendor, you know, I was featured on this site. I have the reach of this many people, and it's coming not just from my stuff, but from other outlets, too, that you may have heard of before. Maybe there's a deal we can work together. I mean, I would definitely recommend when it comes to monetization with these vendors. I mean, these vendors, they they want targeted audiences. And I remember when I first started out, um, my thought was, oh, well, just advertising is the only way because it's just easy, right? But I think you're at a point now where you can upgrade to a little bit more personal uh, touch with those vendors, knowing that you have this incredibly targeted audience behind you. So that could be structured in, in several different ways. It could be, you know, we have a list of vendors in these cities, but if you want to be a preferred vendor who are the ones that we first recommend or who have and you know you have this website. Well, a website is a ama- is an amazing asset when it comes to advertisers beyond, um, you know, just normal advertising because it's oh we can have your own landing page. You can we can create a landing page for you. We can put ads in certain places on the website. If you have an email list, do you have an email list, Ethan? I'm, I'm building it. Yes. Okay, good. And the cool thing about the email list for you is you can have touch points with people such that okay, if a person is already engaged, you know, you can have them remove themselves from that portion of the list and go into phase two, if you want to call it that, um, and then serve them to vendors with different language behind it because you know that they're at a different level. I mean, you can start to almost have um, different custom audiences in your audience now, one who is, you know, they're just getting started. They haven't proposed yet. Hey, if you if you propose now, you're going to go to this step and hey, guess what? I'm still going to be here to help you along the way. And that, what that what's cool about that. This relates to you know making sure to keep people on even after that initial thing is done that you that they came to you for. Um, I think what's really cool is this is such an intimate moment in a person's life. If you are there to help guide them, they're going to want to continue to get your guidance. Um, is that something you'd be open to do in terms of like okay, it's not just the proposal, but it's all the stuff that happens after. And this relates back to the email list and the vendors and connecting them even after the proposal. Yeah, I, I would definitely be into that. And. and- the thing that's also, you know, been the most rewarding about this is I have gotten, you know, comments and emails and things like that, that I really help people out in, in their proposal, which, you know, even just not the monetization stuff aside, that's been the most rewarding part of this whole process is, uh, is knowing that I potentially helped somebody in their, in their huge life decision at that moment. I love that. Okay. So let's start with, let's start here. Cause it seems like you, you really do care about you know, the, the story that a person creates and just you having the ability to affect that story. So let's say I'm a, I'm a person who, you know, is in love with this uh, woman and I just need help to propose to her because we've been dating for so long. And I go to, I go to your website. I land on your website. What's the, what do you want me to do first? Well, when you land on the website, there's, there's two options. You either go to step one uh, of the website, which will bring you through the, the, the seven steps of planning a proposal, or you can go to my blog, which will, uh, you know, talk about the latest thing that I'm talking about in that moment, whether it's a proposal locations in a, in a city or trends or, you know, mm-hmm. Valentine's day or what, you know, whatever's going on with the blog. So those are really your two options when you come to my site. Um, uh, most of the time people go toward this towards a step one, cause that's really what they're there for is to, to plan a proposal. Uh, and then it walks you through the steps of, uh, you know, buying the ring, you know, finding the proposal location. Do you give coming- info about ring buying too? 
I do. Yes. Nice. And oh, I, I needed that so bad. Okay, yeah, cool. Too, and I'm not definitely not a jeweler, so I'll just say that right now that I'm not, you know <laughs> the four G-A- C's, right? Yeah, the right. four C's. Yes, uh, I'm definitely not a jeweler, but I you know bought a ring. <laughs> so yeah, I went no, the I mean you, you, you've I done it, and other people have it. That's you know, that's great. The, yeah, okay, figured out the ring size and all those things. So then you know asking the father if that's something that you want to do, um, yep, which I, I do recommend. That. Because I'm an older school kind of guy, but you know that's completely up to you if you you know want to follow that tradition. Uh, and then also just what to say on one knee, you know what you're actually going to say when you're down there. So my advice is keep it short and to the point because you're going to probably be nervous as hell mm-hmm. and don't want to you know pull out a you know a bunch of flashcards and go through a huge speech. But um, you know just to the point and make sure it has you know will you marry me at the end and then you should be good. Do you have any incentive for me to subscribe to an email list? Not currently. Uh, that is something that you know I'm trying to consider. I, I want to, you know, I'm gonna, I'm following, you know, eBooks the smart way, and I'm working on the eBook, and that's going to be like my next big thing. Um, what I'm trying to, I'm not really sure what I would offer to subscribe right now. Potentially, chapter one. Say it again. Chapter said, one. Chapter, chapter one. Just get me so excited about planning this this day, and I'm gonna want the rest of it. Okay, I like that. Make it easy. <laughs> that is easy. I like it. Keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. And then now I'm in, and now you know where I'm at too, right? So, what would you say would be my next steps after I join this email list? You know me and where I'm at. Um, what might you do to continue to help me at that point? Well, there is the option, which is obviously not a um, not a not non time consuming option, where I could reach out to people for consulting or you know one on one advice. You know, because a lot of times people are really lost in these moments and um, you know want somebody to talk to. But the, my my only challenge with that is. You know, I work a normal nine to five job and it's not normally nine to five. It's normally, you know, seven to seven. Um, So the the hours involved with one on one consulting may not be something that I could actually do to the fullest of my ability. And I wouldn't want to have people uh, feel like they're not getting the the attention in that moment. Is that something you really want to do? Probably not. Uh, There could be eventually maybe like a course I could offer or something like that. but that would be something I'd potentially look at doing after I wrote the ebook is what I was considering. Okay, so let, let's not even let's not even think about that. Yeah, like let's let's get it off our plate to make room for for things that are important now. Yes, exactly. I don't want to get too far in the future. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. But I, I like now that because what's really important is okay. What happens after I propose? And in order for you to know where I'm at, I think I need to get on your email list, right? So you're helping me, and you're giving me some information. Um, from your perspective, where might be a good place to now, based on what you said earlier, is one of your goals is is connecting the vendor. How do I, as a, a new email subscriber, you know where exactly where I'm at? How do you best connect me to your vendors? Well, that's actually a, a, a very good question because what it it actually puts into my mind is if somebody signs up for my for their email, I could put out an automated response that asks them where they are in their proposal planning process. 
which based on their response, I could then send them whatever the next step is. And then once they get to a point where a vendor would be appropriate, you know, and if I have a vendor, you know, say it's, say I eventually get a bunch of jewelers to sign up. If they're looking to buy a ring, I, you know, they, if you're located in these cities, here is, here's our preferred vendors in those cities. Or if they're actually at the moment where they're about to propose and they're looking for somebody to, to videotape it or to photograph it, I could send them the vendor list at that moment as well. I like that because now you're you're asking me, okay, what's the next thing that you need help with? And it makes me feel as the subscriber like you really care, which which you do. So so you're you're amplifying that through that. Um, so depending on my answer, and there's a number of ways to do that technically, right? Like if you use something like ConvertKit, you can have here are the seven sort of here's your here's the seven step process. Click on the one where you're needing help with next, and then from there you can actually take me to some of the free content that you have on your website to uh, just further get me down into into your ecosystem. Um, that will help me just right away understand that okay, you're the person I need to go to. And going back to what you were saying earlier about like, well, you know, it might be cool to do consult consulting. I don't know, and we already discussed that that we're not going to do that. But I think it would be nice for you to ask questions every once in a while for understanding where the bigger pain points are in the process. So if there was an email in an autoresponder that came out that said, hey, Pat, you know, just do you have any questions? Like what what are you struggling with right now related to your proposal? Shoot me a reply. I'm, I can't guarantee I can answer you back right away, but I will take note of that and I'll be creating content to, to help address those things. And then you can take, you know, what most people are talking about and create some new content about that or, or you know, create a video about it or, or whatever um, that can help influence um, some more decisions from there. But I, I still want to mo- work a little bit more on on the vendor side. So I want you to get paid, right? Yeah. And so there, there's a couple – there's there's two places you can get paid in this scenario, right? From me, the, the guy proposing, and I would pay you if you, A, uh, made things easier for me or saved me time, right? Um, yeah. Or B, uh, you, you were able to um, – to, to like – you know, some people would likely. I mean, really, it all comes down to, to just time and convenience, right? That's what that's really what uh, would, pe- would people would pay for here in this situation. So you could do that, or you can get uh, some money from the advertiser, and that's for either sending a lead or for um, you know getting my brand. If I was a brand, uh, you know, getting in front of you know X number of people for for traffic or getting preferred listing. If I knew you had a place where there were people who, that that were going, and I could get a preferred listing. Um, that would be beneficial for me because then I can be above all the other competitors there. Um, so where where is where's the low hanging fruit for you? Do you think uh, in relation to monetization here? Um, obviously, the book I think is going to be something that a lot of people people love reading books. They're going to want to consume this, especially outside of a website. So I, I really like that idea for for consumption. Um, again, you're making my life easier doing that. Um, but where else might there be some some opportunity? You think? Well, I, I do think the the lead generation to the vendor is something that you know will eventually be there. I, I do think I need to have the site be a little bit more of an authoritative site, you know, more traffic to it uh, in in almost every single not every single city, but every major city in the in the country is really one of my goals uh, to have an article written about it. So, um, in terms of the other low hanging fruit, you know, after they download the the ebook you know maybe 
from there, there could be some some type of thing that goes directly into a, you know a vendor list and connecting the two of them. Um, not sure exactly what that would be, but you know, let's unpack that. I, I I like what you're talking about. So let let's take it from my perspective. I'm in need of some help. I I want providers. I need vendors. Mm-hmm. How, how like what's the easiest way for you to to serve those people to me? Well, if they download the ebook, then I would get their their email. Right. So I would basically you know potentially reach out to them and say, hey, notice you've downloaded the, the ebook. You know, can I ask you what city you're located in? And you know, based on that response. I could then say to to that person, here are the vendors in this city, and then reverse engineer it where I'd be able to go to vendors in that city and say, hey, I have this much traffic coming from these specific cities, this many people downloading my ebook in these particular markets. Like it that. costs X to be on the, the preferred list that goes exclusively to the people that download the ebook who are the most likely to contact you for your services. I like that. Now, if I say, hey, I'm from San Diego, you can be like, oh, by the way, Pat, we have all these vendors in San Diego. So, you know, I, w- I would go I w- for me as the as, as the, the, the proposals or proposy proposer, um, where would I where would I go to, to see those things? I like the fact that you're like, hey, vendor, I got all these people in San Diego. You're in San Diego. Like we can strike a deal. And I think we don't need to get into specifics about how that deal might look like your salesman. Yeah. You'd be able to handle that for sure. Um, but from my experience, how do you how do you present that to me? And you are the the. the I'm the person the, proposing, and I'm in, I live in San Diego. Oh, I would say you. I would send them to um, a, a link in their in their email would be a, a list, and then it would potentially go to a uh, specific page on my website that yes. that talks about you know marriageproposal.com backslash San Diego vendors. Um, and the ones that potentially paid the most would be at the top of the list and then potentially have a way for, you know, people to rate them, you know, if we're talking about bigger scale stuff, yeah, I mean, start let's, getting rated. yeah, let's not even go there. We're, we're again, thinking way ahead of, <laughs> of, of the thing here. Um, but I, I like, I like I, what, I like what I'm hearing. So that's one way to do it. Create a directory, right? What that I can just click to go to. And that's probably something that you could either send to me directly or a person can find on search engines because it's going to have all the best information there. And if there is traffic there as a vendor, I'd be like, yeah, I, of course I want to be the top preferred photographer there. I'll, I'll definitely pay for that. Um, let me ask you a question. Are there any non-location specific things that a newly engaged couple needs? Anything well, yes. online? Well, yes. I mean there are you know national uh, – a newly engaged couple or somebody who is is still planning uh somebody who had um somebody because uh, there's different because there yeah, for, right. for people who are planning um you know there's there's a couple different national online jewelers uh you know who sell globally mm-hmm. uh, that's something that is definitely not location specific um from a post proposal you know one of the things that you know some of the affiliate links on my site are about, uh, you know, traveling, uh, or also during when people are proposing is a lot of times like where I proposed was on a vacation. Um, so right. if you, you know, if you are, are, you know, planning your proposal, you know, the, one of the, you know, nicest things to do is do it during 
a great vacation because you're already in a you know happy space. You're in someplace unique, potentially beautiful, romantic. Uh, you know they go together perfectly. So being able to to book a trip while you're planning your proposal is one of the affiliate links that I do have on my site right now. Cool. Okay, I like that. You're, you're kind of covering all the bases there. You know, in in my head, I'm feeling like you know, if if you provide so much value up front with the ease of, of figuring this proposal thing out, which is a very scary thing for a lot of people. I mean, I remember how scared I was just because I'd never really obviously done anything like that before, knew how to do it. Um, I remember as a newly engaged couple, there were so many decisions I had to make. So I'm thinking after the proposal, right? Um, and th- there were so many decisions. There, there was a lot of money spent and a lot more vendors that entered the picture at that point. Yes. And for me, I'm wondering what you might think about this, but if the if there's a, maybe a little bit of money coming in from the pre-proposal to proposal, if you were to keep that person on and serve them even more, I think that's where, do you believe that there would be more monetization opportunities after the proposal? Definitely. And, and, and what I want to focus on now is more the the vendors for a proposal. For a proposal, but- right. Like nail that down, right? Like get yeah. get all that situated. Exactly, but there. But once I have a, a vendor list and there's, you know, a clear structure of a directory that could easily then transform to people who are wedding vendors. You know, because once you're proposed, you know, once you're engaged, you know, you're starting to look for you know those those types of uh, services. So yeah. You know, yeah. wedding planners, venues, you know, you know, dress shops, all those things that go into planning a wedding. So if you if I have the leads of people who have just gotten engaged and they're in that 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 moment ready to go to the next step, mm-hmm. it would be an easy connection once the once it's all built. Dude, that's exciting. That you, like the tone of your voice changed when you were talking about that stuff. That's pretty cool. Um yeah. I I love that and you know, oh man, uh, it would be so cool. Like I can imagine you getting invited to all these people's weddings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because like you're making it so easy for for them, especially the dudes, or you'd be like invited to the bachelor parties and stuff. Um, I don't know if my wife would like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that part. But <laughs> so out of out of everything we talked about, what would you say that the the most important first steps are in this situation? I think setting up the email list. I would agree. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and I love the idea of giving away the first chapter of the book because that'll actually motivate me to write it sooner than later. Yeah. Um, so that will be something I'd really like to do and then, you know, focus on being able to, you know, ask the questions in the emails and see what kind of responses I get back. Because I think that will also take me some, down some directions that will, you know, make this whole process a little bit easier. If, if my consumers are telling me what to do, it, you know, kind of guides me. Yeah, and I love that. And, and, and perhaps even getting their location at the same time so you can kill two birds and just kind of get a sense for where people are finding you from. Um Dude, I love it. I mean, you said exactly you said exactly what I was going to offer. So, um, how does that all how does that all sit with you? How does it feel? It does feel good. And and I I do want to ask you one thing before before we you know end this call. Would you be able to tell me how you proposed? Yeah. Hey, this is this is good radio right here. Thank you. Um, so I had uh, been you know I I worked in arch- in an architecture firm. I was still working at the architecture firm at the time. My my wife worked at a uh, another place, and so I took the day off from work to clear out all the furniture from my apartment 
and literally just put it all in the back where it couldn't even be seen because every day after work, April would come into the um, my apartment and come into the bedroom and we would just hang out there all day and watch watch movies. It was like just our daily ritual to watch movies. And so um, I decided to take all the furniture out. I decorated it with white candles, white furniture like that I had, um, you know, I put drapes over a few things to, to just make it really romantic. And I, I had lit candles in, in the shape of a heart around me with the set in the center with the ring in my pocket. And I had my little um, Apple thing ready so that as soon as she walked in, um, our song would play. Um, and so uh, when she came home, actually, it was funny because she was late. Uh, so I was like even more nervous. And then um, she came in, and I was like, "Hey, I'm in. I'm in the. Uh, I'm, I'm in the bedroom. Come on in." And then I go, and she opens the door, and then she. I click on the thing to play the music, and she comes in. Her hands are over her mouth, and she just can't believe it. And I walk her into the heart, and then you know, this is where I almost burned down the apartment because there was like fifty or a hundred candles, like tea candles, in the room. Uh, totally not cool, but. Um, so we danced and then uh, and then and then we went and grabbed a dinner and it was just an amazing uh, night I'll never forget it. Now I didn't know this, but after the wedding, uh, several months later, she told me that the reason that she looked even more surprised was because she had to go to the bathroom so bad, <laughs> but felt so terrible about like saying sorry, hold that thought, like I need to go to the bathroom. And then I remembered like how she just stormed in the bathroom after we like the dance was over, and I thought that was really weird. But I never thought twice about it until you know months later when she told me she just had to pee. <laughs> that that is great, and, and I, yeah, I do recommend using uh, flameless candles if you are doing an at home proposal. See, there um, you go. I, that's something I didn't. I wouldn't even even thought of. <laughs> yeah, my 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 wife was so surprised that I had to ask her twice. You know are you going to say yes? And she said, yes, stupid. <laughs> so that's kind of our, our, our joke. Yes, uh, stupid. You know, yeah. That, that would, that what she said during the, during the engagement. So cool, man. So, uh, you learned some stuff. Is it, how did the call feel? It felt great, man. It was great to talk to you. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Hey, good luck. Thank you. Uh, do you mind if we check in with you maybe at some point in the future, we can get you back on and talk about how things are going. I would love that. All right, man. Happy Thanks, Ethan. Appreciate it. Thank you, Pat. Really appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed that coaching session with Ethan Clark from themarriageproposal.com. And fellas, if you're looking for some more info on how to do exactly that, you know where to go now. So good luck to you, and hopefully you all got a kick out of the story uh, that I told about April just now. But anyway, also make sure that if you want to get coaching just like Ethan did today, all you have to do is go to askpat.com. Scroll down a little bit. You'll see an application button right there in the middle of the screen. Click on that. Let me know a little bit about what you got going on, and I might be able to help you out. And then finally, well, actually, two more things. One, make sure to subscribe to the show because we have another call coming next week for you. Hey, guys, thanks so much. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. 
So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.